AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. A diamond is a chunk of coal that did well under pressure. Henry Kissinger. Never let anyone discourage you on your journey. You have every right to pursue your dreams. They may not be what others want. However, you have to put yourself first. Learn to trust that the gifts you have are worthy of sharing and manifesting. Today, I will put myself first unapologetically. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+. Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Action Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. Everybody, I need you to stand up. I need you to stand up. I need you to put your hands together for our dynamic guest, Miss. Tanya Pinkins, Tony Award winning actress, writer, producer, and director. Tanya Pinkins. Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. Thank you so much. Okay. I have so many questions for you as an actress. But, ladies and gentlemen, I have to start off with this brilliant film called Red Pill that Tanya wrote, she produced directed and starring in. Tanya, I am the scariest person on in life. No, you don't understand how scary I am. I watched it because of you. I watched your film because it was you. But I would I don't know if I would have watched it if I didn't, you know, because it's it's more it's scary, but it's like thriller scary. It was the most brilliant film. I bow down to you. As a writer, you are brilliant how you thread this story together. And I just, I want you to talk about it because I don't want to give anything away, but I thought to me, because I've read probably a million scripts in my lifetime as a casting director and acting coach, and the best writing is when you're, when you don't have to narrate everything. We see it through the visuals. We see it through the sound this movie hit every mark for me. And I want to say your DP, John, who I know, brilliant DP. Yes. Yo, I, I was in from the opening shot. I was scared, but I was in from the opening shot. <laughs> so, Tanya, can you tell us, first of all, 
how did you come up with this idea? Where was, where did you, you know, where was this birthed from? You know, I feel like it's a synthesis of all of my life of being a black woman in America and, 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 and walking around and listening to other people, uh, you know, talk about what they see in America and never hearing what I see in America. Mm -hmm. And that what I see in America is usually the truth of America and usually right. comes to pass. And then after it's come to pass, the people who had a different point of view, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that, too. But they didn't. And so I think about, you know, um, Malcolm X saying that the black woman is the most disrespected, you know, unprotected. And there's one more word he says about us. And I think that that's how I feel, despite you know how much wonderful things have happened in my life. Um, there's a way in which I, I walk into spaces and I speak from the wisdom that I have and it's just ignored. And mm -hmm. so, um, I remember when the 2016 election was happening and how that was going to go was just so clear. It was just inevitable. <laughs> and people, people treated me with contempt. They looked at me like I had two heads. How could I think that monster was going to win? And I was like, there's no question. So when I saw what was going to happen with this election, I was like, there's no point in talking to people about it. Let's just make a story about it. And people can say that's far-fetched, which is what they said about the script. It's a little extreme. It's a little far-fetched. And now, you know, thought the movie would come out in 2020. It would have been dismissed in 2020 yeah. as far-fetched. But now we're on the other side that, you know, it's all happened. Yeah. I, I you know, um, I think about, like, great movies like... Um, um, oh my God, uh, you know, um, ensemble pieces, right? The Big Chill, you know, um, Grand Canyon. I think of those type of strong ensemble pieces where I didn't want to move from the location. I wanted to stay centered with the characters and that's what I felt about your film. The thing audience that I loved is how each character had a voice and a specific reason, right? And a purpose in terms of getting this complete message across, your complete thought across. And that's what I thought was so brilliant. How did you approach, you know, individually these characters? And they were also, the diversity was amazing too and tapping into that. Well, it was really important to me to have mature people because I'm mature and there's a, a, a historic knowledge that you have when you've lived a while. So I wanted it to have that because the ideas that I'm, um, you know, dropping into the movie, you don't have until you're mature. <laughs> so the cast had to be mature. Right. And um, it needed to look like the world I live in. So right. um, my world, you know, sometimes when white people look at the movie, they think, um, you know, how did those people get together? And I think the question is really, why doesn't your world look like this? Because this is just what my world looks like. <laughs> right. I have indigenous Latino friends. I have Eastern European friends. I have British Afro-Caribbean friends. That's my every day. I, right. I, I don't, I, there's no how to it. It's how I roll. It's, it's where I walk. It's so um, that is who I put in the film. And I, uh, you know, since I was producing it and financing it myself, it meant I had to use my relationship capital yes. and that meant I had to uh, cast and write to actors who I could pick up the phone and, and pick and they would answer my call without having to go through their gatekeepers. 
Right. And so um, that was, you know, how the cat, I mean, I wrote it for Ruben and Luba, who are married. And, um, you know, Ruben always plays like the tough, like he, he is so scary and, and compelling yeah. on screen. And yeah. I was just like, I wrote it with his voice in mind. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get Ruben Blades. And Luba and I are friends and she invited me to their house for dinner. And the first thing out of Ruben's mouth when we were sitting on the deck having a cocktail was, you know, today you really have to make your own projects. And I was like, I reached down in my bag and I was like, well, speaking of which, wow. here's the script that I wrote for you and Luba to be in. And so there was these wonderful synchronicities like that that just kept yeah. happening. You know, people ask about the symbol. Um, when that came to me, yeah. I was like, OK, it's, now you can start writing. Now you can start writing, really capturing on the Hitlerian tradition and the whole white supremacist pr tradition of, yeah. of, of co-opting uh, signs that have deep, rich spiritual history and making them their own. So, um, yeah. I mean, I I also enjoyed the 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 love like, you know, to me the relationships were real. Like I didn't, again, I, I, I didn't approach the film like, oh, why, you know, why is this black woman hanging out with all of these different, you know, ethnic diverse, it, it just, it felt real. They were friends. I love the moment when, um, um, you know, again, I don't want to give out any information, but there was a scene when you were in bed the next morning and, um, you know, you were talking and it was just, it was so beautiful. Like, your explanation of your character's explanation of why you wanted to leave America and um, the friendship that you had. It was, it was just a quick moment, but it was so beautiful. It was so real. Like I'm like you, I have diverse friends and people in my life as well. It is, I strongly encourage everyone to see this film. Um, I want you to tell the audience how they're able to buy the film so that they can view it. Well, currently we, we um, are at the Pan-African Film Festival through March yes. 14th. I hope right. this airs by then. So that's paff.org. And okay. then, you know, now I start the next part of the hustle, which is taking it around to first you go to the studios, then you go to the streamers, then you go to the platforms. Uh, one of my um, investors is a partner in Kino Lorber and he, an okay player, okay Africa. So we know that if we want to go that way, that's, we already have that in there, but we're trying to see if we can get it on a larger platform first. So this is God, right? Because um, one of your producers, and I don't know all the producers, but I know that she has a background at HBO. Yes, Doris Cassatt. Okay, so my friend who used to be an agent at William Morris is friends with her. And so when I mentioned to him I was having you on the show, he was like, oh, my God, my friend produced the film. I've been you know, dying to see the film. And then he sees the film and he's like, oh, my God, Tracy, this is brilliant. As an agent, one of the things that he was speaking about is how proud he was of you to just take everything into your own hands. Like, you know, people, we can sit around and complain. There were two things that I love, but we could sit around and complain or we could just do it. And not only did you do it, but you incorporated such powerful messages. It's like, you know, when you get frustrated, I don't know about you, but the four years with Trump in, in office, frustrated every day, right? What can you do? What can you do? F to me, 
you utilized your power as an actress, writer, director, producer, and put it in your work. Yeah, right? that's what we get to do as artists. We get to turn our frustration into our art. And that was the brilliance to me because I was like, I know Tanya was probably feeling the same thing I was feeling, but the fact that I could see it on the screen, I was like, yeah, say it because you said some things. And that's why I think it's also important for you audience to view this because yes, it is entertaining as a thriller horror film, but the messages are absolutely brilliant. The voice, you used your voice. So I wanted to start this off by talking about the red pill because I am so excited about this project. I have no doubt in my mind, not only are you going to get this film sold and distributed, you're going to get a production deal. Shay, I stand in agreement with you. I Listen, I receive it with you because, but you know what? Isn't that like the history of this business in terms of, people of color when, you know, cause we don't, we, we, we don't show up at the tape at the table, the same table. We don't get the same budgets. The fact that you, and I love the fact that your friends who are known actors, you guys, and brilliant. I mean, Ruben, I, that, that, I forgot he was Ruben Blades because he, he does these scary type of stoic characters and you made him so human. I love that. So sweet. And you just oh. love him. He's like your favorite. I just wanted to kiss him and just hug him. He was just so cute, right? And the thing is, is that we have a history when we take our own power and realize, okay, I'm going to just take this iPhone and shoot a film. I'm going to write my film. That's the, the, the joy is in the journey. You know, I can honestly say that for myself and my experience, but for you, I just, after the film was over, I was like, oh, it's over for Tanya. Okay. <laughs> like, that's, and then now you're going to have this production company producing your own work, your friends work, your friends, are all your friends going to be coming. I'm ready to receive it all. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm Thank you for so, speaking it into me. I have to speak it into you because you are such a major inspiration in my life at the time that I met you, I was in the process and the journey of selling my own show. And I've been with this show for 18 years, but the last four years we've had progress and movement and Joe Morton jumped on board and that's when everything started opening up even more. So I feel like in, I, I talked to you before the script, you were in the process of yeah. writing the script. And, and I think that is the blessing to be able to have this thought in your mind. And you guys, we were eating some lobster macaroni and cheese. You remember? That? Yes. <laughs> and she was talking and this and that, and then cut to present, look at where you are today. So there's no reason for me not to believe the things in which I'm saying to you are going to happen. No reason not to. So you're, you're a prime example of, empowering yourself, taking control of your own future without relying on other entities to, sh to show you your value. I want to speak to that because, you know, one of the challenges of being successful in one arena and then wanting to transition or pivot is that uh, people want you to come in at the same level in your new arena that you, you, you were in in your old arena. And maybe some people can do that. But as a black woman, nobody's like giving you the opportunity to do that. They're not. I remember when I was in my 20s and I wanted to be a recording artist 
And Whitney Houston was on the scene. <clears throat> and I went and did my demo with some great, you know, Brooklyn boys. And all the labels were like, well, that's good, but we need to hear what you sound like with Whitney Houston level producers. I'm like, well, how am I going to get Whitney Houston level producers? <clears throat> I'm not Whitney Houston. Right. So at that time, I gave up. I was like, no shot. But now, you know, I'm wiser and I'm like, I'm not going to let some gatekeepers idea that because I'm a Tony Award winner, I must come in at an Emmy or an Oscar Award level to make a film. I'm going to make the film I can make with the resources that I have. And then I'll be a filmmaker and then I can grow in that the way I had to grow in everything else that I've done. And I, I, I love the fact that, you know, um, because people would look at Tony Award winning and, oh, you know, you've made it, you've arrived, you're this and that. But I remember seeing you at a film festival and I remember you taking notes. I remember you talking to other filmmakers, asking questions and on the panel and, you know, just that process, like you always are open to learning. It doesn't matter. And now you, I just feel like you are so positioned as a powerful African-American woman who's going to have ownership, man. That's what we're talking about. Ownership, right? Yes. 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 Because a film is a piece of real estate. Okay? It makes money forever. (laughs) And I own this film. I own Red Pill. And that's another, you know, thing that is so inspiring is that, again, you took all of this in your own hands and whatever knows you heard, they empowered you to continue, right? Totally. The knows were so important because I know of so many people. So I was able to shadow on big television shows and every show where I was like, oh my God, you'd be a great director. Come shadow. And I shadowed, you know, and and it's expensive to shadow because if you're not in one of those programs, and of course they're not going to put me in the program because I'm not a newbie that they see, you know, a 40 year career ahead to make money off of you. But my relationship capital allowed me to shadow on Gotham and Fear of the Walking Dead and Famous in Love and um, Madam Secretary. But then when I was like, okay, now can I get the job? That wasn't happening. And the new Hollywood way is they don't say no, they just don't call you back. They just don't email you back. And that's how you know it's a no. no. So after like almost four years of that, I'm like, okay, well, I need to say yes to myself. So I'm grateful for the no's because if they'd said yes, I would be directing other people's work rather than have been, uh, you know, sort of pushed to actually write, produce, direct my own piece of work, which is my own castle, rather than just taking all my talent and building other people's castles. So the no's were the gift. Wow. So now that, you know, I know this there that, you know, you're still probably in talks with, you know, like I said, distribution and where the film will eventually land, which it is going to land somewhere, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, Now, now that you have accomplished this and you yourself, because I know you from a spiritual place as well, have witnessed your own journey. What's next? I feel like as a, a mature black woman, this is where I'm supposed to be building worlds and I really what I what I learned most from making this film and having notes from people from different backgrounds economically culturally uh you know ethnically is that the evolution of the planet 
is dependent upon people telling their unique stories. Because just like you said, someone said to Joe Morton, um, no one would believe a history, te- a black history teacher at, at that time. That is somebody's limited worldview. Right. And it is limited by what has been available that for, to them to see about the world. And, and so I feel like more people need to tell their unique story because every time someone sees a unique story their idea of the world expands and so the world actually expands because you know more about the world right and and i honestly felt like um you know there was so much chatter in the past four years with the trump administration that and and we were just overwhelmed with so much stuff that people weren't listening your film was entertaining and it wasn't preachy and shoving something down your throat, but you listen and you heard. It made you listen. I did things that, yep. you know, editors, you know, not editors, but producers were like, why, why do we have to, why are we, why is that, that listening? Cause I'm like, because people are used to 140 characters and 240 characters and you cannot put thought into that. And I think that the rise of apps like Clubhouse, people are yeah. they're, um, now being primed for some ear candy. And yeah. so I give you beautiful things and beautiful sound, but the words that are being said, they are going in and it is important thought. So I, I make you listen. Yeah, you you accomplish that. Um, that's, I mean, and again, I did it for you, Tanya. I was terrified. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know what to expect. And on the poster, seeing your face and screaming, I was like, oh, Lord, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. But, you know, I, I, I'm happy that I did. I'm, I'm just ecstatic that I did because it was just an amazing film, um, you know, for younger folks. I think it's so important for them to hear the things in which you were saying and to understand, um, you know, the climate in which we are and how things affect and relationships and people and culturally, all of that you were able to put in this film. It just, it blew me away. I can't stop talking about it and I'm not going to stop talking about it. It is something. Oh, that's so kind. In terms of the film festivals, are there other film festivals? Like I know that ABFF is coming up. Urban World will be coming up. Like we have Sunday, all of those. Have you submitted to? <laughs> they need to see this. That is so funny for me because um, I, 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 this is just funny to me. So this is my sense of humor, which is very dark. So there's this one, I'm not going to name them, but there's this one okay. black film festival that their, their, their deadline, their deadline isn't for months. Uh-huh. And so they haven't even, I'm sure, convened the panel. And, and we got rejected from that festival, like before the deadline to submit is. I'm like, somebody looked at that film and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not bringing this up into. No. I was like, that cracked me up. I knew that the things that I was saying might not resonate with Americans because Americans don't want to acknowledge the truth. They keep going, this is not who we are. Oh, right. it's who we are and it's who we've yeah. always been. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene ain't new. Right. Marjorie Taylor Green been here since 1619. And uh, so Europe has embraced this film. Uh, England, I just did some interviews for a festival there. Uh, we won a award, Black Lives Matter Award, best first feature in Mykonos. We won a best first feature in Amsterdam. We won a best first feature in Sweden. The Europeans see us. They see yeah. us for who we are. Yeah. So um, most of the festivals I've applied to were out of the country. And yes, I did apply to the ones that you mentioned as well. 
Okay. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We will see. <laughs> the important thing is, you know, um, a, a friend of mine told me um, when we when we sold the show, and I sent the um, the I, I posted it on Instagram, the deadline article. And I was really, you know, in the beginning, I was surprised of people that, you know, didn't reach out and say congratulations or, and my friend said to me, don't focus on the people that didn't reach out, focus on the people that did and the ones that do embrace you. And you know what I want to say about that? As I was making this film, I, uh, you know, I didn't have union wages, so I could pay, I told people what I could pay them. And if they could afford to work for that, they came. And there were some people who um, showed up and then showed out. And what I lesson for me from that was it was definitely their intention to help. But then something about helping me live my dream when they weren't living theirs made it impossible for them to actually do what needed to be done. And so. I, I, I was like, the intention was there. They tried. They did their best, but they yeah. just couldn't. They couldn't meet that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I come from as a casting director, guerrilla filmmaking. My first film was Just Another Girl on the IRT. And I was the casting director, but I was also a location scout. My apartment was the holding area. Um, you know, on those, these are passion projects. And these are the type of projects that, you know, you will do anything and everything to be a team player, to make the project the best project. And everybody is inclusive of that. And that's the feeling that I got, like, I, I definitely didn't feel like your production value. I mean, come on, at least for real, like when you think of locations and where you guys were five million, maybe. Okay. If we're talking about like a, a real budget, right? So, yeah. I, and I know it, it may not have been 5 billion, but the production value was 5 million and up to me. That's the first thing that hit me appreciate that because what ended up happening and it, it with the in-kind services that people offered because they came on board and just were like down for the project like we hired our drone operator for one day he gave us two more and he's an emmy award-winning drone operator scott snell um you know the, that dr the drone stuff is stunningly beautiful brilliant <clears throat> our sound designer paul sue you know came in most filmmakers you know you're lucky to make a stereo mix my film is done in state-of-the-art 7.2.1 sound design i mean if you listen to that movie with headphones you can hear the crickets over there and the dogs two listen. blocks over there things that that's people were like yeah scared. we wanted to be there that's why i was scared because it's one thing watching you guys before but then i hear something here and then i'm exactly like, oh yeah that God. sound design is yeah it was chain paul sue i just think and you know i'm i'm so sad right now we got to bring you back on tanya because five minutes we have two minutes and it went okay. by fast, but I'm so I'm, I'm so grateful that we just talked about the film because it is I, I can't stress enough, audience, how you have to see this film. And I'm not pushing you. You know, we support each other, but there this work is brilliant. And I read some of your reviews and they even said in the reviews how brilliant and the writing like this is the type of film to me. If you are an aspiring filmmaker. And or, you know, if you're an established filmmaker, it doesn't it's about taking your own power. It's about, you know, not listening to the nose and 
Um, we had Gabrielle Glore, who produced Sylvie's Love. We've had her on last week. And Gabrielle was telling us seven years, right? A passion project. This is a passion project. This is, yeah. you know, you believed when nobody else was in your head and you kept going. And that's why we're here today. And that's why you have a film in the can. Yes. I have a film at the festivals. Traveling around the world, red film. Traveling around the world when sometimes studios say that the world is not interested in our work. Well, and I think, honestly, if Black Panther didn't blow that out the water, I don't know what else we need to prove. So, um, so sad. I got, because I'm I'm sad because the interview is over, but I'm going to extend another invitation, you guys, because this woman has 73 credits as an actress. And you know, we got to talk about her work. And one of my friends, when I told him I was having you on, he was like, oh my God, I've loved her since all my children. I was like, I know we got, we got, we got stuff to talk about. So um, I just want to say, if there's anything that you want to drop on this audience of actors and what is it that they need or filmmakers, just what do they need to continue on their journey? I believe, and I know from my experience that, you know, there's a Cherokee birth blessing that I say to people on their birthday, may you live long enough to know why you were born. And why you were born is to do that thing that is passionately in your heart. Don't let anybody talk you out of that thing that you are passionate about and know that every obstacle, every stumbling block that comes in your path is preparing you to do that. Say yes, bless those obstacles, bless those no's, because that is the lesson that you're going to need for the next level of fulfilling your passionate work. When I say that I so appreciate love you and I am so grateful to know you and to support you, um, you're amazing. You are absolutely amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you again to stand up and put your hands together for Tony Award winning actress, writer, director, producer, Tanya Pinkins. Thank you so much. And she's going to stick around, you guys. We're still blessed. She's going to stick around because we're coming back on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore, for class in session. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The Nick's anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nick's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. 
Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+. Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and you are still blessed to have Tony Award-winning actress, writer, producer, director of the film, The Red Pill. Tanya Pinkins is still with us. Thank you so much for being here. Um, This is one of my favorite parts of the segment where the Spirited Actor alumni come on, they read a scene for Tanya, and then she's going to give them whatever feedback that she wants to give them. Um, I just want to share some news with you guys. I just got booked to work on an ABC pilot called Queens, starring Eve, Brandy, and Tori Naughton, and I'm coaching all of them. (laughs) So I'm really excited to work with this talented bunch of ladies and also excited for you guys to see this pilot that is going to be coming on ABC called Queens. Okay, so ladies, are you ready? We have our Spirited Actor alumni, and you know her, OG, Jaleesa Capri. Hi. (laughs) And our other spirit actor and alumni, Penoir. We love her. (laughs) Okay. And Elsa is going to be reading the action. So ladies, are you guys ready? Yes. Okay. On action, Elsa. Lonely at the Top, written by Leanne Amato. Interior, May's Kitchen, Saturday morning. May and her mother are sitting for coffee in May's luxury high-rise condo in Soho, New York. Her mother doesn't look too comfortable as she tries to find the words to help her daughter. What do you mean, size down, mama? Please, say no more. Well, May, you didn't even hear me out. I don't need to hear you out. Look, I already know what you're going to say. Look, I wasn't talking to you for help. I was just venting. We don't think the same way. Well, that's a little judgy, May. All I was saying is if you're overwhelmed and overworked, it just sounds smarter to downsize or at least stop taking on new clients. Do you hear how negative that sounds, Mom? I mean, do you think that that helps me in any way? I am busting my ass to grow this company and hire more people and need more clients to pay new people. And you think that you giving me some small-minded, stuck-in-the-damn-box advice like that is gonna help? Oh, oh! It is so damn hard to just talk to somebody who gets it. I mean, who understands? I mean, if I don't encourage my damn self, who will? Well, May, you, you, you can't even handle it now. Look at you. It's not even 9 a.m. yet you smoke three cigarettes and, and already drank an entire pot of coffee. And it's the weekend. 
When do you take a break? (laughs) (laughs) A break. (laughs) Okay. I do what I have to do to get it done. So please don't start with me with any of your opinions. I'm sorry, May. I don't mean to get you upset. I try to understand. It's, it's, it's fine, Mama. It's fine. You just... You, you can only tell me what you know, okay? And I had to get out of there. I couldn't live like that with you. Well, I didn't know I lived so bad, May. You're just not getting it, Mom. Look, please... Don't take it personal. I am fine. I am great. I I got this. There's nothing that I can't do. And I am going higher. It sounds like her daily affirmations. Maybe I should just go. (laughs) Doesn't sound like there's any room for me where you're going. Go ahead. Look, Mm -hmm. you always have tried to keep me small. Thank you. God, I knew how to crawl my way out of it. May heads over to the sink, throwing her coffee cup into it, and it shatters. It is really fucking lonely at the top. Into the room and slams her door. Her mother sees her way out, and the cycle continues. See. Okay. All right, Tanya, I'm going to throw it to you. Great job, ladies. Whatever you want to give them. Uh, just... This is my taste. And I think that all of our work is our taste. You know, like what kind of work do you like to see? Um, Jaleesa, right? So for Jaleesa, um, beautiful, authentic, honest, all of that's there. I didn't see an arc. I needed it to start somewhere and end somewhere else. And I think there are so many other spices that can be in there. Um, I always say that actors get awards for listening, not for talking. And so what I was missing was those moments where what your mother said landed on you and in your face, we saw a whole history of how many times that happened before. So it's like, I want that because a mother-daughter relationship is intense. And I would say that for both ladies, that 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 letting that that land and remembering what that meant and the, the connections in your mind to previous moments. And I said that before, and when are you gonna back off, but you don't back off. So I was missing the um the historic aspect of the relationship between the two ladies. And and for both, I didn't see a change of how it was from the beginning to the end. Like maybe it started, and and you can make that up. It's an arbitrary thing to try. It started off really friendly and then it got really tense by the end where it started off. Well, and clearly since people are slamming things and going out the door, it has to start off, you know, in a friendlier place so that it can build to this end place. Um, That's just what I wanted more of, more of that sort of like the way a mother can look at a daughter and the way a daughter can look at a mother and all of that. I wanted that because I was just hearing lots of words. And for me, the work is always in those eyes when people aren't saying anything. So that's my biggest note that to just let it land because, you know, especially if you're doing a self tape, the camera's on you the whole time. And you want to give that editor those moments when you aren't saying anything, but your eyes are saying a whole lot of stuff. Thank you. Excellent. Okay. So um, I just want to say again, it's just a blessing and I'm so grateful for, you know, um, the jewels that you dropped on these actors. 
and the work that you are doing and continuing to do. And I just love the fact that like as actors, you guys are allowed to reinvent yourselves. And I always say as actors, there's a writer in you, there's a producer in you, and there's a director and you represent all of that, Tanya. So thank you so much for coming on the show blessing us with all I'm, I'm sure I don't know about you guys, but um, I'm going to finish my script. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, and my I God. Say one last <laughs> thing before I go. And that is that yes. I'm also going to be on this amazing new series called uh, Run the World on Stars, which is kind of like because people do comparisons. It is better than um, what was that one with um you know, the, 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 I never saw it. Sex in the City. It is yes. the black girl Sex in the City. It's called Run the World. Lee Davenport writing it. Yvette Lee Bowser uh, producing. Uh, that comes out in May. And I am down in Mississippi right now shooting a new ABC anthology series called Women of the Movement, which is going to focus on the women who were pivotal in the civil rights movement. Marissa Jo Sarrar is the writer. Uh, Gina Prince Bl Blythewood directed the pilot. Casey Lemons doing the finale, Tina Mabry doing two in the middle, and Julie Dash directing. And you're going to hear the parts of the Emmett Till murder that history has not shared with you. So if we make it a success by blowing up those ratings every season, we will get a new story about a Black woman of the civil rights movement. Amen. Amen. This is the year, man. Times are shifting. Consciousness is shifting. And there's so many more stories to be told. So I'm so grateful that you are a part of that storytelling. And I'm so grateful that we can see you again. <laughs> I'm watching all of it. <laughs> so you guys support. We continue to support you. We love you. Like you are a true, oh, just a, a shiro. You are a true shiro. So I want everybody once again to stand up, put your hands together. And so grateful to have you, Tanya Pinkins. Thank you so much, Tanya. Thank you all so much for having me. I appreciate you so much. And yes, and we will be back on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and I'm going to give love. And now it's time for Give Love. My aunt came to New York a couple of years after I moved here in 1983. I know she always loved me and always believed in me. I took her on the set of New York Undercover and she voiced how she was so proud of me, but she was praying for me to make it. I looked at her and I said, I made it the day I left San Francisco to pursue my dreams. Making it is not based on what you have. It's based on going after your dreams. The joy is in the journey, not in the things. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell 
from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.